0: You are listening to the Radio Free Podcast Network, your weekly dose of pop culture, all the movies we've seen, all your favorite things, Star Wars, Twin Peaks, Game of Thrones, Kingdom
1: Hearts, beloved characters, targeted to what's really important to you.
0: Welcome back to John in 60 Seconds, the podcast where we celebrate the career of John Cusack one minute at a time. I'm one of your hosts, Patrick. And I'm your other host, Nathan. And today we are taking a look at minute nine of Say Anything.
1: And this continues the bromance between Lloyd and uh, his nephew, and it's "Hook hook up the jab, hook up the jab, whatever that means. Yeah,
0: not exactly sure. Sure. But I'm not a kickboxer.
1: Uh, and it ends with, but I am not T I M. Hmm. So
0: we we go from lots of fun to really serious. You know, and something just occurred to me. Hmm. And jumping all the way to the end of the minute, and we'll 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 backtrack in a second. But uh, I understand the whole concept of spelling out words in front of little kids. Mm-hmm. But T I M. Sounds awfully close to Tim, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like some words when you spell them out, would sound nothing like the word. But right,
1: yeah. Mm. There was a there was a Carlin bit about trying to spell out like bones for the dog. Like, do we have any B O N E S? And the dog's like, we bone You know, <laughs> I'm not going to try to
0: do a Carlin for you, but yeah, sometimes, yeah, and Jay's yeah, a, you know what? We Jay's had a dog. dog. We had a dog that we couldn't say the word walk in front of. And my mom would actually spell it out. Yeah. And she'd say, could you take the dog for a W-A-L-K? And yeah. that, see, that's different enough that I don't think the dog, because well, W throws you off right there. Sure. But T-I-M. Right. That, that sounds like Tim to me. Spell it often enough, though, and a dog
1: is going to learn how to yeah, spell that's W-A-L-K. True. I'm pretty sure my cat knows how to count to four, because I'll give him four treats. Ah. And then I'll be like, okay, last one. This is it last one, this is it. And I give him the last one. And then he's, he's cool. So if you say last one at three, he just stares at you like, no, it's not. (laughs) I don't know. He's used to getting four treats. So I don't know. Maybe I don't, know. I don't know. Far be it for me to step into the brain of my cat, but
0: no, they pick up on this stuff. So, so I, at one point had three dogs down to one right now, Mm. but, uh, they didn't all live in the same house originally. So when I consolidated down to, to one house with three dogs, I had to train them how to receive treats without trying to kill each other. Mm Because I would take out one treat to give to a dog and they would all think that's the only treat, so I must kill the other dogs. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, in the beginning, I had had a Border Collie and a Pit Bull and a Greyhound. Now, the Greyhound was super gentle and he would just like... When the other two would fight, he would just leave. He's like, nah, I I don't need the treat that bad. I'd rather just go go take a nap. Mm -hmm. But the other two they always thought whatever food I had for them was the only food that they would ever see again. And they would they would start fighting. And uh, I would start showing them two biscuits. So they knew there were two biscuits. And then I would throw the biscuits into opposite corners of the house. Mm-hmm. And then I would close the door in between so they would eat separately. But I'd still give them to them. Like, I'd still have them come together, make them sit before I'd do it. And over time, I could put the biscuits in their mouth and they would walk to the spot where they were supposed to eat. Oh, and then, and, and when I say over time, I'm talking a couple years. This this took some this took some dedication. Of every time I pr- brought out the treats, they had to come up to me. They had to sit, except the greyhounds. Greyhounds don't really sit. It looks really awkward if they did. Hmm. He he got his treat first, so he could just go and go get away from the other two crazy dogs. And then, so the other two learned they had to sit first. They had to wait until both dogs had a treat before they were allowed to run away. And then they would go to their spot. But what was really interesting was. After enough years had passed, Border Collie, who she she was like the alpha dog of the house. She she in the end won all the fights and everyone understood she was the main dog. You could give her a treat and she wouldn't eat it till you gave the other dogs their treat because she knew that's part of the routine. No one eats till we all eat. And if the pit bull was outside chasing cars or something, she wouldn't eat her bone. She would walk around with a biscuit in her mouth. Hmm. So. Well, they're smart. They're very smart. Yeah. But it was funny where, you know, she this dog would bark at me because she wanted her treat so bad. But then you give it to her and she would literally walk around the house with it hanging out of her mouth because it wasn't time to eat it yet. Hmm. The other dog didn't get hers. And she would look at me and look at the dog. Look at me, look at the dog, look at me, look at the dog. Like, come on, you got to give her hers or we can't eat. <laughs> it's hmm. great. It's great the things you can teach them. Yeah.
1: If Wendell doesn't eat, nobody eats. Hmm.
0: But you can still spell out words in front of them sometimes. Right. Hmm. I don't know what that has to do with say anything. <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes you just you find a rabbit hole and you just jump in. You know,
1: that's what rabbit holes are for. Yeah. Um, so we start fun and we get really serious. That's mm, true. Really quick. The second line in the minute. Ties back into our last minute. Why can't you be his uncle and Oz? playmate? And yeah, in my book, you, you can be both mm-hmm. at different times. Right. You know, I mean, it's hard to be both at the same time or no, it's not. It's, yeah, screw that. You know, it's not I hard think to be both. Maybe. At the same
0: time. I don't know. I think maybe it, it might be a little different for Constance because single parent and Lloyd lives in the house. Mm-hmm. So you get into that dynamic of, I mean, in in a way, they are both kind of as parents, and you have fun parent and serious parent, and, right? Uh, you know, like it's like having the the Disneyland dad, you know, right? Yeah. So the, it, the it's, one you can
1: always get away with stuff, right? And so she's
0: and... probably always feels like the bad guy because Lloyd lets me do this, Lloyd lets me do that. Sure. I think it's different in situations like like we're in where I don't I don't live with my nephews and nieces, and they're, in fact they're on the other, at the other coast. So I think they have a very clear understanding that when I come over, sure, it's playtime and then I leave Mm -hmm. and their parents don't have to deal with that 24 seven of them turning around. They don't say, well, Patrick lets me do this, you know, because they understand, but it's gotta be tough if, right. If the, the, the the fun uncle lives in the house and is in a way, the other parent.
1: Right. Yeah. If, if, if you don't have a parental style male role Mm -hmm. model in the house, yeah, that's gotta be frustrating. And, and she, she, it, you can tell in this minute that yeah she, she's got stuff going on yeah you know even before he mentions tim you know where she's like gee it's easy right it, it, it and she's she's exasperated and there's there's stuff behind the scenes that we don't know you know, the, you know she has her own life and her own problems and she's just getting home from work that day and you know it sounds like it was a tough day for her at work and and her kid has a cold and, you know, she's frustrated. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, maybe she's just taking it out on Lloyd a little more than, well, you know, as we'll find out in the next minute, she
0: lightens up a little bit, but,
1: you know, it's, it's okay for brothers and
0: sisters to vent a bit,
1: mm-hmm. you know, so.
0: But I, what am I talking about? I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no brothers nor sisters, so I'll, um,
1: I'll defer to your wisdom. Sure. But uh, you know, on, on the venting, yeah, you know, Lloyd. Lloyd, kind of, you know, there's a, a bit of a monologue here, and, and mm-hmm. he, you know, it's like, you used to be fun, you used to be warped, twisted and hilarious, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of a little, just a little shake and be like, hey, you're, you know, you're not yourself, and you know, it's like again, she's got stuff happening in her life that's, you know, hard, and she's dealing with it best she can, but it's like, hey, snap out of it, you know, you're. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know.
0: You know, and yet, going back to the whole thing about the uncle and playmate, but at the same time, I can see it from Lloyd's point of view because he didn't, even though she she took him in, he didn't sign up to be this kid's replacement dad. He sure. is the uncle. He is in high school. I mean, he may be 19, but still, he's, you know, he's still a kid too. Sure. So, you, you, kind of, you know, I think that's what I like about a lot of the aspects of this film is you really can see... They did such a good job in the writing that you you can identify with everybody's point of view for the most part. I can't, offhand, can't think of any that I don't. But you get where everybody's coming from. Mm. And I think that they didn't really do anything that's so extreme that you go, those characters are unrealistic. Right. But, you know, you get where Lloyd's coming from. You get where Constance is coming from. And yet, like you said, they have this great dynamic that they're not really at, at odds. Like, you know, she wants him to be the uncle only and he wants her to get in a good mood, but you can tell they really love each other, their family. And it's not a, you know, it's not, it's not it's, adversarial. Yeah, That is it, the word I was looking for. Right. Exactly. It's they're just I mean, they're all just trying to figure out how to how to make it right and how to make it work. And, and you know, w-
1: when Lloyd Lloyd says, you know, I'm really sorry that mom and dad made you take me in. Really, if it's such a big deal, I'll go i mean i i i don't think he means that in the slightest way being like hurtful or or anything it's just like if that makes your life easier like if if it's easier for you to cope with what's going on without me here it's not a big deal lloyd's resilient enough he will figure something out and it's going to be okay um he obviously enjoys being there for his nephew and Mm -hmm. you know if you know if being too much of a playmate is a problem then okay but um I mean, he's willing to back off if that's what she needs. Mm -hmm. That's all he's saying. You know, he's not saying, "Oh, screw you, I'm out." Just you know, yeah, they're you know they're telling it like it is. And again, I think the dynamic between the two of them, you know, we can we can thank the fact that they're brother and sister, you know, in real life to you know for some of that because I'm sure they've had fights like that. Oh, I'm sure because you know that's what happens. So. I don't know. I'm I'm guessing they didn't have to act too hard in this scene, really. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wonder how many takes. You know, it. Someday, we'll watch the audio commentary and we'll know. Someday, but not today. As as we were talking (sighs) off mic, we have agreed we are not watching this film with audio commentary until we have finished minute one hundred. That's right. And
0: um, we have our own commentary.
1: What did? We had an idea for what's maybe going to be the 101st episode, and I forget what it was. I've forgotten, too. Maybe, but we'll, maybe we'll cut that teaser out. Yeah.
0: And, uh, uh, or, you know, or the way I always look at things then. that I forget. If, if, it, if it was as good as an idea as I think it was, it will, it will come would, back to me. And if it doesn't, it probably wasn't that good of an idea in the first place. Right. I just choose to believe that so right. that I don't feel bad about the things that I forget. Because the older I get, right. there's a lot of things I forget. <laughs> Uh, a lot of really good ideas I didn't write down. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. We could always come back and do a commentary on the commentary.
1: This is true. <laughs> and it'll be 100 minutes long, or at, at the very least. Uh, I was thinking... <laughs> 200 minutes?
0: <laughs> I was thinking a, a one-off right. episode of, right. of Ta- interesting things we learned right. that from the commentary that we didn't know right. about saying anything after... After a uh, hundred episodes of dissecting this film. Right.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. There's also the extended scenes, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hold back because I, I, I did. Those could be some bonus. Yeah, that bonus, could be bonus. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry T.I.M. left you. And that's really, that's all we know mm-hmm. about T.I.M. We just, all right, she's a single mom and T.I.M. left him.
0: They're really good... <sighs> i've already complimented the writing once but i'm gonna do it again i mean that's probably better than talking about feeding my dogs um <laughs> i i i feel like the writing in this film when they need to do exposition they do it well mm-hmm. you know just a simple i'm sorry that tim left tells you everything you need to know mm-hmm. without you know It's nothing worse than the, the really uh like, let's spell this out for spell you. Spell it out a, for
1: a minute and a half. Yeah. Or something.
0: Where, you know, she comes in and we need to establish who she is and says, Lloyd, I'm sorry I didn't make it to your graduation, even though you're my brother. <laughs> you know, they, they don't right. do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, sister.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How's your single motherhood going?
0: <laughs> and, yeah. and, 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 and like you mentioned, you didn't say, like, well, I'm sorry that mom and dad made you take me in when they went. It because does, it doesn't matter where they went. You, it's just enough. And it's how it, to me it sounds the way that people actually talk to each other. Sure, they don't have to. Uh, I mean, I don't think I even knew her name was Constance until we looked at the script because it.
1: Yeah, I. It doesn't I, I matter was, to the story. I was thinking about that because it's only. I think it's. I think her name is only dropped in the screenplay once or so, mm-hmm. and. I mean, we'd have to hit Control-F on that guy. Right. Um, but if you
0: think about it, there are some films where they the characters keep saying each other's names over and over again just to remind the audience of what the characters' names are. Mm-hmm. And people don't really talk that way. No, they don't. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it's refreshing to see a movie that just says, look, I, there are things that you, could, you can watch this movie and you don't need to know certain... You can get by without knowing that her name is Constance. You can figure out their relationship. You can figure out by the end of the movie, why, where his parents are Mm -hmm. by piecing it all together. And even if you don't, you still understand the film. So it doesn't matter. And I I like that. I, oh man, sometimes the exposition dialogue in a film just kills me. I'm just like, really? Mm -hmm. So. Mm. Although my favorite is when it's really, really, really bad. (laughs) (laughs) Like in old sitcoms from the '80s, when some one person would be on the phone and they would repeat everything the other person said. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? You're calling to talk to Janet. Right. She's at the flower shop. <laughs> uh, right. Well,
1: it, I mean, it, it it might as well be like when Lassie is trying to like it's what. Ex- that's exactly what's, what. What's that boy? Of. There's a problem with the fire station. Yeah. Or yeah. It's um. It 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 basically reduces your. Character's intelligence to that of a collie, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. or 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 lower, you know, than a collie because I think collies are probably pretty smart too. Smarter than a lot of seventies TV characters. (laughs) 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 Smarter than Mister Roper, anyway. But
0: don't Mister Roper. All right. How about
1: about Larry? Um, Yeah, yeah, smarter than Larry. Smarter than Larry. all right. That's for another podcast. So. Don't tempt me.
0: <laughs> don't tempt me.
1: I may. All right. Yeah, so you can come and knock on my door, but just don't tempt <laughs> me. All right. On that note, I am not T.I.M. And she looks down and she thinks, and that's, that is one of those nice breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, the, so the minute It starts having a whole bunch of fun. It goes pretty serious. But as we see in minute 10, we're going to we're going to pick it up a little bit.
0: Absolutely. It's going to be
1: good. And then we're going to switch scenes mid minute. But um, maybe we should get to that minute before we talk there.
0: Before we go. Yeah. I also like this is one of those scenes where they did a great job of of. uh... The music that Lloyd's listening to fits the mood of the scene perfectly. Oh, I forget what
1: track is on this. um,
0: Is it Crown of Thorns? Maybe. I mean, we don't have to to give any exposition about what he was listening to. Punch it up. We can just uh, just say that the music (laughs) (laughs) is what it was. Right. (laughs) But I just I, I love the fact that it's 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 like in universe. Mm. it's not it's not the soundtrack of this scene it's playing in the scene it just for me maybe and it could be one of those things that when you watch a movie enough times uh, everything that happens fits because it feels familiar because you've seen the movie a million times right but but i think when i watch it there's just something about the the song itself that fits this conversation they're having about t.i.m but i'm not t.i.m
1: Neither am I. With
0: well, that I think we're gonna wrap up this minute. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
1: well, on to minute ten. used to be warped and twisted and hilarious. And I mean that in the best way, I mean it as a compliment.